Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think for me happiness is so simple and it is literally just the tiniest little moments um and it is in nature um and it's just being present we can't be present constantly but it's when you're present just for the briefest fleeting moment that's when you like are connected to the poetry of life and um yeah I'm really into the concept of flow and that I believe that when you have a really when you slow everything down and you get really really simple and you find your joy and happiness in the first sip of coffee or just noticing the warmth of the sun on your skin just for the briefest moment then it makes everything so much sweeter and the rest of the day just flows a little bit easier Mm -hmm. so I'm not looking for big things I'm looking for something very simple and small. Hi and welcome to this week's Balance podcast that was Kat Pyther founder of Yogi Bear. Kat's definitely found a way to connect to the poetry of of life through her brand. She um, expresses herself. She says herself that um, when you start a brand, you bring a little piece of you and you give it away. In fact, she says she's giving away the whole picnic basket. Kat's um, brand and product, the Yogi Bear, is is quite simple. She's um, created beautiful accessories for yoga classes using sustainable materials. And it all comes from her passionate place. So she's much more than just a person who creates yoga mats. She is actually a former teacher of yoga. And her own backstory, um, like a lot of people who are driven, comes from a painful place. She, at 17, had uh, addiction problems but she's flipped it all around and brought herself into a positive space so when we talk which is in august 2021 when we're just out there in the world again cat's flown off to america to meet people to connect it's all part of her desire to be authentic and honest and connect with people she's following actually her father's footsteps and she's gone for 90 days on her own to just go and tell people and spread the word about yogi bear um, which i think is is a wonderful thing to do really hope you enjoy listening to our conversation today Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Balance Podcast. I'm delighted today to be speaking to Kat from Yogi Bear. Now, Kat's in America at the moment. I'm in Brighton, so we've managed to work out a really good time to chat. She's going to tell us what she's doing in the States when we get talking. So, Kat, how are you today? I'm good. I mean, you say you're just in Brighton, but I think Brighton's like it's pretty much the same thing just got a tiny tiny bit more sunshine here and the weather here at the moment in August is horrendous it's like the only thing I was worried about one of the noise things is the wind (laughs) I mean I do feel though like saying that that wasn't even much of a joke I feel like Venice Beach where I'm staying at the minute is really similar to Brighton in the sense it's a really artistic creative community and um yeah and really inspired from lots of different touch points and I guess that is why I'm I chose this area to sort of 
implant yogi bear um, and and start making some magic across the pond because I don't know if many people know this but Be Here Now was a book that changed my life by Ram Dass it just was the most phenomenal book I ever read and he actually came to sort of the California coastline after he'd wrote the book and he'd spent time in India to spread the message of Be Here Now um, meditation yoga and presence and gratitude and all that great stuff and the reason he picked this area of the USA is because of the the free-spirited open-mindedness and the culture that really aligned with what he was trying to do and then you know all throughout time there's there's been people drawn to this coastline um one of the big books that you read on your yoga teacher training is called Autobiography of a Yogi by um, Yogananda. And so the first place that I hit up, and I'm very lucky that I've got friends there, and it's also a very good surf spot, is called Swami's. Um, and Swami's is where his self-realization center and meditation garden was built. So he's a prominent figure, um, a sort of a prominent figure in yoga land. So he started um, his sort of meditation centers here. And then, of course, like another big influence for me and Yogi Bear is music and music culture and I'm a bit of a deadhead so if you don't know what that means it's um the band The Grateful Dead big um just transformative brand and a lot of deadheads tend to be drawn towards yoga and meditation just because that power of the music was quite transcendental and just playful and curious and just expansive um and yeah a lot of um a lot of the deadheads which basically if you're a fan of the grateful dead that's what you nickname yourself um <laughs> would travel around um and follow the band around california and they'd all do big outdoor yoga meditation sessions so mm. it seemed like the perfect spot to bring yogi bear because i feel like yogi bear is inspired by all the things that I love and it doesn't just stick in its little yoga land box it's it draws from every single aspect and nuance of life from art creativity music all different types of culture and I feel really like proud of of having a brand that it does feel like when I'm sure a lot of people you've had on this podcast will, will agree as well um that when you start a brand it's a little piece of you that you're giving away and so I decided to give like a whole picnic basket of me away um <laughs> because it really is like a mishmash of everything that I love and I hope that that translates into everyone finding something they can relate to in the brand and that you don't have to be like a super duper upside down pretzel turning Euphorian meditating peaceful person to fit yeah. into your land um because I didn't fit in when I first found found yoga and that's kind of sort of how you're saying it. I mean I I love the fact that I haven't even asked the question and <laughs> you've given me so much I'm so excited to be here in America I'm just going yeah, off no it's absolutely brilliant because um yeah I mean you said so much and things were popping into my head when you were talking I love the sort of uh California is the mecca for yogis <laughs> it's in a different of, way right I think yeah. like People think it's a bit more goop and Gwyneth Paltrow vibe and green juice swigging. And I've actually come at it from a, probably quite a different perspective. Yeah, but I like it. I like it. Yeah, I've been, I've, it's an amazing place where you are. I've been there and I know what you mean about the connection to Brighton's like tiny version of it. And um, <laughs> and I understand why you've gone there. It's really interesting. I was going to ask you one of the first questions, but we, I mean, we, we don't, we're not going to stick to rigid questions. I think. <laughs> I'm not going to. I love it though. It's, um, I mean, I, I, I sort of wanted to know how would you describe 
describe yourself and what you do, but you've, you've already done that to a certain extent. And I like the fact that you've got a business, but you've got this, you know, you've got a individuality, your brand isn't, you know, you're helping, you're part of a group of people who redefine what people perceive businesses to be like. Oh. So the question is, is kind of how would you describe yourself and what you do if you were the, the elevator pitch of you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only way to describe it is, and it's something that yoga has very much taught me, is I'm just myself. Um, I'm not trying to be, um, I'm just an imprint and a collection of every good memory, every good person, the little marks that they've left on me. Um, I actually recently got a little tattoo and it's tiny little cross stitches, um, like as if uh, you were making um, a piece of like uh, sewing. And yeah. what they symbolize is there's a cross stitch and then a gap and then another cross stitch. And they're supposed to mean that the first stitch is when you land on the planet and the last stitch is when you leave the planet and all that matters is what you stitch in between because I see life as like a tapestry and everyone that I meet makes a mark on me and everything that I do and so that's why I just like like to surround myself with good people and good experiences Um, and I think that that does ripple through into the brand like um, I think I mean on my personal Instagram um, I'd say that I'm a little bit punk and a little bit patchouli Um, I think we live in a world where people everyone's like a little bit lost so everyone tries to like align themselves to I'm a vegan and that says everything about me or I'm a yogi and that says everything about me but we're, we're so much more than the labels we put on ourselves or sadly what other people put on us and I think that I've never been very good at labels I see them a bit like sticky weed and I'm like nope you're not gonna stick that to me and I think that we do have that power to when you get comfortable with who you are and what you like you're not ashamed or or you don't feel like you have to live up to any expectations so you can like what you like and yeah so I really hope that that does come across in in Yogi Bear so a big mashup of horror movie skateboarding surfboarding to peace and nature and a green smoothie and flossing from time to time (laughs) and and I mean I guess, but but one of the things you do is you sell yoga mats, you sell accessories. I mean, I know there's more to the brand than that, but that is the doing bit is pretty much, you know, practical, useful, lovely accessories that you can use in yoga. I think um, with that, so it's been amazing. I was always that kid that my mum couldn't bring me to a shop without breaking something because I had to touch <laughs> everything. So I've always had like a little soft spot for materials and I get really, I'm just so grateful to be doing this in the age that we are where there is this newfound respect for sustainable materials. Um, like, you know, there's people growing mushroom materials and you can make leather out of pineapples and it's it's yeah. all so bonkers. And I absolutely love it living in sort of a world where because we've all been there right like in a yoga class where you can't get into the class because the mat's bunching up and it's rolling up and your hands are slipping and you kind of like touch the mat and it's squelched with someone else's sweat from the class before and you're like oh and then so it's the whole point is I like to create products that um support you and do feel like your best friend but with the sort of the key product which is our pause mat it's it's playful and it's fun in design but it's actually designed to be invisible in class so it doesn't bunch up it stays still it's so grippy that you actually can lose yourself in your practice and you don't even think that the mat's there so it's almost like you're kind of doing the opposite you're trying to create products that people don't even think about when they're using them if that makes sense yeah yeah Um, Definitely. But when it comes to sustainability, that is something I'm really, really passionate about. 
but we you know we're a small brand and I think my approach to it is honesty um we have a sustainability diary on the website which is just we launched it and it was quite a scary thing to do because there's a lot of greenwashing and a lot of sadly we live in this cancel culture which is a bit bonkers in itself and everyone's always looking for someone to trip up um and I think a lot of the time like people with greenwashing or trying to be perfect and trying so hard you actually end up creating an impossible illusion that when any new brand enters the market, they think, oh my gosh, well, they're saying that. And I, I know inside that I'm not hundred percent there, but I better say it too. Mm-hmm. Or they don't know, or they, there's not even that thought process. And they just literally just be like, well, they, they're doing the same thing as me. So I'll just copy and paste. And, okay. and that's cool. And then you create sort of like this really false and, and a really far gap from the reality to the, and it doesn't, it's not even in a not in a bad or nasty way. The dream is to, to be a fully sustainable brand. So what we did was we decided, like, um, have you ever seen the film Eight Mile with Eminem? Um well no, so it's, it's quite it's quite an old film now, and it probably isn't as great as I remember it, but basically okay, he I'm writing it down. There's a scene in it where there's um it's all about rap battles and in the final rap battle he instead of like having a go at the other person he um he sort of outlines everything that the guy could actually criticize him for so he's like yes I live in a trailer park still live with my mom blah 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 blah, blah. by the time he finishes the rap he does a mic drop because there's nothing for the other guy to say so yeah. I was like so we decided to eight mile ourselves in the sense we open the doors we're a fully transparent brand anyone wants to know anything on yogi bear they they can find it out so they can now see in the diary all like the material breakdowns they can see all of the mistakes that i've made in trying to learn um trying to be better all the the things that i've invested in that didn't go quite right um and they can see my little game plan to try and get so being open about where we are now and where I'd like to go. And I think that that needs to happen in sustainability. And I hope as well that people go on it, if they're trying to start a yoga mat brand, that they use the diary as a platform to maybe find out stuff for themselves, because then we create true sustainability. Yeah. I'm not precious. Like, I'm not like, oh, these are my ideas. Like, no one else can have them. I think the only way to make true change is like, just to recognize there will always be other brands so we might as well all team up and start doing the right thing together rather than just seeing everything and everyone as a competitor like well what if we all made the change and you know what that would work better for business because if we all committed to making the change and investing in x material then it lowers the prices across the board because they're producing more of that material it's not just a small business investing in a small amount of a an invention I guess so, that's what um, B Corp and everything is about. It's trying to yeah. see the businesses. The culture, right? Like, yeah. And I think when you scale, it's harder. There's no doubt about it. I mean, like Brewdog, for example, um, have done some great work, but they were recently pulled up on some something with the staff. And But in fairness, the guy said, hands up, we've got it wrong and apologised. But, you know, so I think when you get bigger, it's harder you know so it's the thing is like probably of brewdog like because i remember when they started years ago and it's really rad like even when i recently was in mexico to see brewdog like in mexico it was like this is wild i remember like it doesn't even feel that long ago in east london when they were throwing like little like launch parties yeah um although it's it's well over 10 years ago so they have done a lot though in that time i mean they've done but but they probably still feel that that same heart and soul connection and i don't think that ever leaves as a founder you still feel like just you're a small little fish trying your absolute best and I think because as a founder everything is always just so full-on and go 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 that 
you don't ever take that little step back and take that little moment to be like that was good I did good today you don't ever take the time to do that and that's probably when you know I don't know anything about what they've been you know what they've said or what's happened recently but it probably is that you know overstretched and and, I think I think so and I mean it's you know it's humans and he he did kind of come clean about it all and everything but just going back to I mean there's so much you talk about that like I said again I'm thinking of all these different questions while you're talking but one of the ones I want to ask is I kind of um where it started so you know was it a yoga class when you couldn't you, you felt like you were sitting on someone else's sweat was it from the shops when you were touching things is it sustainability drove you a combination of all you know will um, it, what was the physical starting point for your business so or like my favorite lyric is come as you are um yeah. so that's like the lyric that sort of defines the nirvana lyric that defines what the ethos of yogi bear is yeah. my uh, story isn't like a super sexy story it's yeah. um I actually discovered yoga in rehab. I went to rehab quite young at 17. I had severe PTSD and anxiety and I chose some pretty awful ways to deal with it as a coping mechanism. And it was at a time where mental health wasn't really that spoken about. Um, And if it was, it was just not in a helpful way. It It was on like, you know, you'd have skins and they would like have all the typical mental health being this really dark thing um and it's like it's not it's it's something that we all have just like we all have physical health yeah and and I didn't know why I felt the way that I did I didn't know what PTSD was I didn't I didn't know why I always felt a bit on edge like a hummingbird and now I know that's anxiety so yeah I found it in there and it was the first time that like the white noise sort of shut off for me and then weirdly I ended up reading a book by a phenomenal man called Tommy Rosen um it's called recovery 2.0 and he's a deadhead he um, he was one of the yogis and yoga teachers that traveled and toured with the grateful dead so obviously that's like you see what i mean about imprints they all lead yeah. together eventually so i mean i sat with it for a while and it was this incredible thing but it was just something i did at home in my bedroom and then i remember saving up to go to a swanky yoga workshop one weekend and I went there and I arrived. It was like sort of like my first experience in sort of like a, a room full of yogis. Mm. I've never felt more out of place in my whole entire <laughs> life. Like I just I didn't belong. It felt like I didn't know where to sit. It felt like that scene in Mean Girls. It's like walking in with my tray. Like, do I go here? And it's not that they were bad people. I just think if you approach this world as an outsider and you, you know, you put a lot of hope into it and Mm -hmm. some of it can seem a bit scary and a bit alien and a bit confronting or a little bit like, wow, I really don't belong here. And so I I slipped away and I snuck out and I actually put yoga in a box and I was like, well, never doing that again. Because I just didn't think, oh, well, I put a lot of um, heart and and hope into something that I didn't belong to. And then I actually ended up getting really anxious and and relapsing. And then I found yoga again and I was like, no, no, there's something in this. But what about every person that walks out of a yoga class or, you know, the amount of yoga classes that I've bought a spot for and hung out in the locker room and actually end up never making it into the room because I was too anxious and I thought there's so many people that feel that way too that book stuff and never show up not because they're rude or there was traffic or they couldn't find a parking spot because of their own mind preventing them yeah and I was like I never want anyone to ever feel that way because it's changed my life for the better so I trained as a yoga teacher and um some of the happiest years of my life was just teaching in Cardiff and we didn't have many yoga studios there and it was just creative and fun and 
it was phenomenal and I made some incredible friendships at that time and then um, I guess like I sort of saw how yoga land could be but also um, I remember one of my students saying to me I love yoga but you know I, I can't really like afford it and I was like what do you mean and they were like oh um, I don't really like belong with like the brands and and then I started to think more and more about the brands that we use in yoga and like it didn't make sense to me that we talk all about the environment and connection to nature yet we sit on these toxic plastic mats mm-hmm. or the brands that are operating in the yoga space at the time there's so many now but at the time there wasn't many and that they felt quite elitist I guess yeah. and that you had to be a certain type of person to to own a certain type of product or fit in and I was like there's got to be another way uh, I don't particularly like you know these colors aren't very me and these designs aren't very me so it kind of like started very small um and the name was a joke it made me laugh um, and it's it's back to nature but it's also a bit playful and a bit naughty so it started yeah just very very tiny and then I guess the thing is that it seems like it's been a quick journey but it was actually you know a slow step by step it's been very gradual in my my eyes and my mind Right. Um, I mean, you know, to, to start a business is not something that's easy to do. I mean, you're not old, are you? I mean, how old were you when you started? Um, I'm 31 now and yeah. I started look- six years ago on a baby face. <laughs> Very young. But, I mean, <laughs> 31 is, for me, is, is young. <laughs> but it's still, I mean, six years ago. So you were you were still, I mean, it's relatively young, 25, to start a business. Yeah. It reminds me of the Gymshark. Is it Gymshark? The guy who... Um, oh, well, what an honour. <laughs> he like, started by posting things out. He's a, when you have a passion well. like that, I think it's um, it does make a massive difference. And you've got a belief and you've got a different way of looking at the world, potentially, to you know, that you could see what was missing and it's not an obvious thing. It wasn't that the mat, you know, if, if you just said... It wasn't I'm about products. Yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't about, um, I think sometimes people, when they want to start a business, they sit for ages and they drive themselves wild about like, just trying to think of a product. It's it's a passion. Like even people that are like, have a, have a product, it stems from a wider story. It stems from like, well, like Ben from Gymshark. It's because he couldn't find what he was looking for. Yeah, so he literally made it himself. He cut out t-shirts and made like the string of vests himself yeah. and his parents' garage. But again, I mean, I, I've never met him. He would be someone I'd love to. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You know, have a coffee with. But it's like, again, it's been like a... He bridge jobbed it, you know. I, I it wasn't like I was like start business and then, the, you know, the next day quit everything. You you bridge job. You have a dream, um, but you don't take a penny from it for a long, long time. So, you know, I was still working in my old job. I used to work in film as a scriptwriter, and then I was teaching in the evenings and the mornings, yoga, and on the weekends. And then any gap between, I was working on Yogi Bear, and then eventually left the film. And then was teaching full time. And again, any gap. But I was very lucky to have a lot of really supportive people in my life at the time who were rooting for me. And, you know, even when I was really tired, like, you know, you come back and just even someone bringing you a cup of tea or a cup of coffee means the yeah. world at those times. And, you know, picking you up from your yoga class at 10 p.m. when you've cleaned the studio and dropping you off at 6 a.m. in the morning the next day. Just having good people in your life that are willing to support you while you are sacrificing a lot. But it's the passion. If you've not got the passion and it is literally just I want to start a business because it sounds nice. It wouldn't get you through those stressful points or the days that you're really, really exhausted because there's a new energy. It's like, you know, when you're really tired and you get your second wind all of a sudden at 9pm at night, it's kind of like you're constantly flying on second wind energy because you're, you're really tired, but you're so excited and in love with what you're doing. It just carries you through and you keep it going. Sorry to interrupt, but constantly flying on second wind energy. I like that because, you know, and and I think as an entrepreneur, you need to be someone who likes to, you know, constantly fly on second wind energy and be driven by adrenaline and everything else and and coffee I didn't drink coffee before I started drinking yeah. and it's like and now I'm just like oh no like what no green tea Surely. oh no well I really need to switch on to that especially now I'm in LA hey like, right so I mean talking I mean this this is um you know you've a script writer teacher you've done I mean you've had your low times but clearly you found a happiness and what what about what is it do you think that what is happiness for you it sounds like what you're doing it's very funny because it's uh yeah I you actually asked me this question before we um before we like hopped on today you sent me this question to to think about and I've I've been turning it around my head non-stop absolutely non-stop since um since you put it out there because I think it's a rare question most people ask what do you do where are you from like blah 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 and to ask someone are you happy and what is happiness to you is probably one of the most beautiful questions in the world Um, I think you thought about it it's funny because I think what my answer will be now is different to what it would have been 
before. I think as human beings, we, we're constantly seeking for something outside. We're constantly thinking that we're like part of a quick fix culture, right? And we and I'm a dreamer as well. So combine that, it's a lethal combination. I'm always thinking, you know, daydream and be like, oh, when I get to California, it's going to be like this. It's going to be dreamy and it's going to be, you know, I'm always like future projecting. And um, California hasn't just been a long-term dream because of all of the references I said at the beginning. My dad actually went to California when he was young at 17 just to have a look and he stayed for 10 years. And with me in my bag, I have all of his old film photographs that I grew up sneaking into his room and, and flicking through like constantly Amazing. all the stories. And I always imagined that when I got to California, everything would fall into place for me and I have a pickup truck and a golden retriever and life <laughs> like you know heavenly but wherever you go that's where you'll be and I've got to California and you know it's a bit lonely trying to figure it out yourself and I still bring my anxiety and my workload with me and I'm not a different person I'm still cat and what I've come to find is that happiness is nothing big like yeah we've done loads of cool stuff with Yogi Bear but behind the scenes on the same day as something cool was announced the reality was that you know you get a cease and desist letter from and having to rebrand that we had to do last year or sales are really slow and you 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 know you've got a lot of things to juggle um or something's gone really really wrong the website I mean actually no we won an award the other week and the website went down so oh, the, yeah, getting all these well done the award <laughs> yeah but I was getting all these really sweet congratulations messages and the reality was I was standing in the humidity of a flea market in Mexico like with no signal trying to fix the website um, <laughs> and then this yeah. thing the reality but I think for me happiness is so simple and it is literally just the tiniest little moments um and it is in nature um and it's just being present we can't be present constantly but it's when you're present just for the briefest fleeting moment that's when you like are connected to the poetry of life and um yeah I'm really into the concept of flow and that I believe that when you have a really, when you slow everything down and you get really, really simple and you find your joy and happiness in the first sip of coffee or just noticing the warmth of the sun on your skin just for the briefest moment, then it makes everything so much sweeter and the rest of the day just flows a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. So I'm not looking for big things. I'm looking for something very simple and small. And it's taken me a long time to get to that because because of my background, I think I've, and this is a very natural thing for people to think. I don't know if everyone's always that open about it, but because of my background and because, you know, when you struggle with addiction and um, you, you've hurt people unintentionally along the way, like my family, um, loved ones and friends, because they worry about you. And I think I've always felt because of that reason, when I caught the kite tail of Yogi Bear and I started creating this dream and this vision and the most proudest thing I've ever done is being able to give some of my friends jobs but because of that I've always felt oh, I've got to prove myself like to outrun my past when actually that past is my stitches on my tapestry and it got me to where I am now and I'm actually you know I'm proud of of it in a way in a weird way but yeah I think um I was always trying to outrun it and think what you know I've got to do something big and and sort of make amends and if I create a brand or like create this or do that then it will be my way of saying sorry to my mum and dad when when actually all they wanted was something very simple which was for me to be happy and yeah it sounds like you've worked that out I mean as you said it's um it's taken you a long time but you're you know you're relatively early to have worked out that being happy is just to be in the moment and to you know the sun on your face the sip of in the moment though. and I think as well like that's the other thing is not putting pressure on yourself to be constantly in the moment because it 
if yeah. we were, you'd be flatlining like that's why the concept of flow is really interesting because flow is just like it's just the taste that you get on the tip of your tongue and then you strive to you know to keep finding those moments of flow or finding those moments of presence because you know how good they feel but if you were in flow all the time or if you were even in a state of happiness permanently then you wouldn't appreciate what happiness was because yeah. it would just be flat you almost it's like in in, um, in a perfume they always put a really sour note because then it elevates and heightens the beautiful notes yeah uh, yeah or like or they always laugh in a band don't they about a bassist but if you take away the bass then yeah. you've got a flat song yeah. but like, like oh, a bassist they've only got four strings like you know, fun like, enough perfume they use those terms don't they bass notes and that when I used to yeah, write of course you didn't even think about that thing but I'm actually that. what you're saying as well thinking about that permanence like that state of bliss and being in the moment I mean that's not dissimilar to being high on drugs do you know what I mean? wow. you can't, and that can't be sustained either and I'm guessing from what you said that was your addiction was to I mean it's anything looking to plug a gap like I think when you find like with addiction it's because we're just looking to plug this hole we all have a hole like when when you talk about it everyone has a moment of of a hole whether that's anxiety or whether that's feeling really low or whether that's you know pressure 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 to be perfect or to be successful to be whatever you you've self-imposed that pressure we're all looking to plug this gap and then when you realize that it, there is no gap to plug like yeah. that's the thing. We, we think that there, there is a program there is a gap to plug there is a you know a way to be and there's not it's just all part of the human being experience um it's interesting though like I met a phenomenal yoga teacher recently and she dedicates a lot of her time to teaching in rehab centers with young men going through severe drug addiction yeah. and um in like the end of a yoga class you lie down and uh, in uh, svasana or courts pose and you just sort of like the whole point of that is to let the class like sizzle and sink in and you you feel that electricity and that fusion of like soul mind body coming back together as you're lying in that and she said one of the boys at the end of the class he was very new and he said that was greater than any high that I've ever felt he said that's what I've been looking for the whole time and it's because it's probably one of the only times in your life that you're actually like with yourself fully fully connected um, with your body with what you're feeling your mind and your body and your your soul your essence like not even in a spiritual way soul your soul is your purpose your passion and you're just there with it all yeah. and just yeah. quiet little moment and I mean that's the magic I think most yoga teachers would say that's why we do what we do yeah. um, but a lot of people that don't don't stick around to stay in that pose or they get edgy and just like ping straight out the room and it's like that's why a lot of teachers say like oh it's the most important pose in a class and it's not that's not in like a yoga way it's in a it it actually is because it's when I guess the guys I mean like you've you said you wanted to um highlight male mental health and some conversations around that um and I guess that that's part of it from hearing about that story but is there any other thing about men Um, I think it's it's interesting like um I don't know if this comes from again all the imprints of my life but studying film and being a scriptwriter, you you learn about um sort of how to write characters Mm -hmm. and when you write a male character they're always cast as either the hero or the villain there's no in between so you either have to be a hero the savior um the breadwinner the father role you know the person the, the strong man that holds it all together 
or you're the villain you know yeah. you're the, the evil the, the disruptor you're the the unkind person you're everything negative about the human experience but what about the in-between and if you and so the in-between is where a lot of things fall through and it's where like oh you're you're too feminine you're too camp you're too this you're too that and I think that as a woman you have a whole spectrum you're allowed to be a million different roles and even in like throughout time you know the men are the hunter the provider whereas the woman you know it takes a village to raise a family you are all these different roles and nurturing roles so we we are more used to talking than men because we've grown up in more of like that sort of sense of community if you look track it back yeah. and it always upset me um having uh, a lot of my closest friends are guys and you kind of always have to ask like hey how are you you get one answer no but how are you really you have to ask like two or three times to get the real story and um I also noticed in yoga land even though like yoga was traditionally like a male practice um and it was sort of designed by men um it was used in the Indian army for discipline yeah. Um, it was mainly used so you could sit longer in meditation, but that was used from a, you know, if you meditated, um, it was like for, for sort of knowledge and intelligence and yeah. um, sort of those things. But like mental health, we now live in a very different world to when yoga was created. We have these like second brains that we hold in our hands with like technology and yeah. it's a very different world. And we've got new challenges, new mental health challenges, but even a lot of product wasn't designed for men. So we designed a yoga mat for men. It's taller, it's broader, it's wider. It's based on a skate or a surfboard design. So it's more stripped back, minimalist. It's got holes in it for sweat flow. It's thicker for you know, the impact on men's joints and the types of practices they like to do. And then I was like, well, if I'm designing for men, how do I actually like communicate with them yeah. better? And yeah. it's more just starting a conversation. And sadly, I'm not allowed to say the project that's upcoming because it's coming in a few months, but it's the biggest thing that we've ever done with Yogi Bear. Yeah, it's from, you'll be the first to know, I promise you. I'll tell, tell you yeah, guys about it first. But it's, it's a huge project around male mental health in sports um with one of my greatest heroes um again that's all I'm allowed to say at the minute and I'm hoping that it will be the way in to start the conversation because it's a very um sort of male community touch point and it's an absolute dream um and if we can even start the smallest conversation like just normalize a tiny aspect of this then it will be the proudest moment of my life basically um doing so, like I said, so much more than just the mat it's um I mean men's health is huge I think at the moment because it has been slightly neglected men's mental health probably has like well all our mental health has been challenged from the pandemic and everything else but I think um it's it's time for guys to have a bit of a, a break in that respect. as well like you don't have to hold it all together or have it all together or yeah. put up this this front all the time um my brother he's my best friend in the world and he puts so much pressure on himself and there is still very much a stigma to talk about you know to open up and I think that when you're locked in in your own head box it's it's not it's not a good place to be and sometimes the relief in just in just talking a little bit about how you're feeling and having someone else say yeah me too is just like oh, okay so you feel like that as well like it's normal to feel like that yeah. but I also think sometimes um yeah like there can be a lot of in yoga land and the mental health space a lot of navel gazing um so it's like it's very quick to like sort of sadly like talk a lot about problems and issues 
but then where do you go from there with that information and it's like you want to support the next step which is like okay cool so we we know we're struggling what can we do about it like where do we go from here um what are some little strategies what are some little things that we can implement and as someone who does struggle with anxiety um it's almost like a naughty little munchkin inside me and and sometimes the last thing I want to do is get on my yoga mat and like when you are struggling a little bit you actually like push the world away and you push the strategies away so it's then you get even smaller and you're just like well is the strategy that like getting a cold shower or splash cold water on your face just to feel a sensation that puts you in the present moment and it can literally be that that small it doesn't have to be like as well aren't you do you um do you write some of this kind of this kind of stuff so I guess like with the writing that's my that's my meditation um that's where I find flow probably more so or actually yeah I'd say more so than than yoga I hope I weave that through into the brand because with writing just like with yoga is um and I learned this again through the script writing is it's our way of connection like sometimes when you write something and it, it resonates it's because like a perfect stranger has like encapsulated how you felt once upon a time. And it's um it's really magical to be able to connect with strangers through through words. Um but yeah, no, I I, I write all the time. Um the dream is to bring out a book. I feel like there's been a few things that recently that have happened in my life, a few little wild stories, and I feel like the book has wrote itself. Yeah. I just need to catch up and write it. But yeah, the dream is to bring out a book that isn't really necessarily a full story. It's more, yeah, just these little these little observations of life that hopefully people can connect to. Well, I mean, listening to you speak, you sa- there's there's loads of things you say that you sound like a writer, you know. Oh. Yeah, your use of language is very, very, um, yeah, really. So oh, it's going to make my mum really proud. <laughs> no, I just like, I love that you see that flat line. <laughs> but, you know, and it is a case of just writing some of that down. You obviously do write already, but, um, and you clearly so much more than just, a producer of products you are you know you're a, a kind of you're a so welcome, Fiona. thank you so much yeah, it but really it's, it's brilliant and it, and you are really articulate so I, I can I can hear the book being written and said you know I'm sure, I'm funny sure say that, um a few years ago I never shared my writing with anyone yeah. because like a lot, a lot of people and I think this is what a lot of people and I hope Yogi Bear like brings it out of them with the whole come as you are message yeah. I was too shy to share the thing that I love the most in the world um, because I was afraid of what people might think that they might think it's a bit weird or that they might think like it's a bit I don't know that that it's just a bit weird I guess and I think there's so many things that we and parts of our personality that we hold back or we suppress or we dumb down because we're worried about people thinking it's a bit weird that you like it's x y understandable. it's hard you when you write you expose a lot of yourself when you're doing yoga you open yourself up and I think you you've gone out of your comfort zone with going into that class and keeping going back you've done it with getting your writing out there and I think it's it, it isn't something you can rush necessarily but you've done it and you're continuing to do it so I mean there's so much I'd love to have asked you about what you your stories were and your you, you said you're a naughty rebel and well there's loads of stuff we could talk about but I'd be really interested to know I kind of got an impression about your mission about the community and impact and mental health um, but what's next for you in the brand? I mean, you're in America. You told me before we started recording that you're there for 90 days. So can you just tell me a little bit about that? Because I think that's 
Amazing. So I think anything that we've ever done in the UK that I'm really proud of has come through authentic friendships. Um, I'm not a natural business person. I mean, I'm very lucky that I have a phenomenal team that really help with sort of like the things that I'm not good at. And I think that's the whole point of building a team. You find the people that plug your gaps. Um, you don't want a million news because otherwise the other side falls apart. But yeah, everything has come through authentic relationships and friendships. And if you support people and with no no intention, but I just love supporting great people doing great things. Mm-hmm. And then that's always randomly led to because there's there's loads of yoga mats brands out there. Mm-hmm. But like, um, you know, why people choose Yogi Bear? I, I don't know. I like to think it's because they feel like they find a sense of belonging or they there's a friendship there. And, you know, I want to support them just as much as they want to support me and go the whole nine yards with them um look I'm already talking like an American yeah <laughs> um, but yeah like I, we did try to um grow Yogi Bear like virtually in the USA and it just got to the point where I was like I just need to go there and make friends um and if you go into anything with an open mind an open heart you are genuinely interested in what people are doing you want to support you you want to listen to other people's stories then weird stuff starts to happen like I was only here a few days and then I randomly get an invite to go to New York for a few days to go and listen to actually somebody from Gymshark was on the panel, but just listen ah. to some key American speakers and, and brand owners and then just talking to them afterwards, just like how I'm talking to you about mental health and just um, all these great conversations and it was just really life affirming mm-hmm. and it's funny we were on a rooftop in the middle of New York City and you'd think wow 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 and all anyone wanted to see was the sunset and that just summed it all up isn't it it's like it's always the simple things it's not yeah. the you're with other people though actually yeah but it's not the swanky part of like oh fancy like menu or a fancy cocktail or anything it's all anything was mag- that people were magnetized to was the sunset and I was like these are my kind of people but yeah we're here um I just want to really like help people understand the come as you are kind of vibe and mission yeah. and and in person and see what's going on. I mean, there's some incredible brands here. It's more like a bit of learning and investigation, um, meeting teachers, making friends. And like I'm learning a lot as well. Like there's there's so many different ways that people are moving out here, different approaches to wellness. Yeah. Um, I don't, I never like to assume anything. And I think when you try and do something online, you're making assumptions and judgments of how you think the wellness industry or the yoga industry looks out here. Yeah. And it's completely different. It's, oh, it's so true. I mean, anyone who's worked online over the last year, even just on that sort of micro scale, you get the, you don't really, you, you, I think people know what they've missed when they go to back to seeing people again in the face to face. And I think, I mean, that's something to add, really, wherever people listen to this is that you are, you've gone out, struck out to, to America, <laughs> like Christopher Columbus or something. <laughs> well, that's what it feels like. But also, I think as well, just people, it sounds sexy, doesn't it? Like, oh, you've gone to yeah, America. It does, because it is sexy. It's, you know, we just had the pandemic. A lot of people are still scared to travel. It is. It is sexy. And it is good that you're doing but, it. And, and that's the thing. And being and having the gratitude, but also sometimes you just like would love, I don't know. So, because I do think, um, and a lot of brand owners will relate to this, you do sacrifice a lot. And I think sometimes just remembering what really makes you happy. Yeah. And every now and then, like as as glamorous as like yeah, jetting off to America and going to LA and New York sounds, like um, I think we do have this perception like where we can uh, compare our lives to other people's, and and sometimes 
my happiest moments are with friends watching a movie on the sofa eating popcorn and like petting their dogs and sometimes I think I'd love a sofa I would love a sofa I'd love to be grounded enough like to have a sofa and a dog and um and one day I will get there and I think it is a re-evaluation of as long as I'm happy I'll keep going and then the minute that it does change and and I think I want to ground and I want to land and I think it's always just having an awareness of yeah not always chasing because yeah like this trip could be seen as like a a chasing the next big thing um when all we have is literally yeah just right now perfect I think that's a brilliant way to end actually I love it Mm -hmm. and um yeah I mean I'm sure you can find a sofa somewhere if you you know (laughs) ask ask the hotel to bring one up to you oh (laughs) I'm not sure about the dog. The dog might be a bit more different. I know dogs, dogs for dogs for rent. <laughs> but it's brilliant talking to you. I've loved it. it it's um, me you know, me you're me. a proper adventurer, a writer, and you know, and in between all that, you're running a business, and it's it's great. And it's um, you know, I can't wait to see what the the men's health story. Oh, is. I'm excited. I promise I'll let you guys know first. Absolutely brilliant. Well, thank you so much. And um, we'll we'll put all the links onto your Instagram and everything else. And I know there's lots of followers there and update some of those books you mentioned. I'll try and get in the notes as well. Yeah, I will. Um, if you need anything um, yeah. and if anyone ever wants to just reach out to me, like, you know, I run sort of Yogi Bear's social media and, and my own. So I'm only ever a message away and and we see everything. So we're only a tiny team. So if anyone has any questions or any like recommendations on reading or anything at all, just yeah, you can welcome to reach out. Excellent. Thanks very much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.